Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Defeating the Curse. It is Sunday night, the end of a very long sports week. We have a lot to get into. Baseball, hockey, maybe touch on football, and definitely NBA Finals as well. LP. Wait, wait, wait. Joe, Joe, Joe. There was a huge soccer game. Why can't we talk about that? Because I haven't watched it yet, form? jerk. We you can't want to inform no, 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 no. our audience while you can't talk about it? What were you doing? Because I haven't watched it yet. That's why, that's why we can't talk about it. But we will what do D-Bap, Joe, D-Bap. Oh, D-Bap, okay. We'll, we're going to do a very special podcast, only soccer, okay, without without Steve or FP so they don't tell us to, to shut up every 10 seconds, but not right now. Well, if what you're about a big soccer Comey? fan? <laughs> James Comey. James Comey. I, I, can go, I can go right now, one hour straight, James Comey. I'm ready. I'm, I'm pretty Let's sure you're going to have three people who zone out of that one, and they're all on your podcast team. Well, okay. So what we've concluded is we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. We're not going to talk about the U.S. men's national team because I haven't watched it yet. We promise our fans we'll do a special show. But we still got other, we got a ton of other stuff to talk about, including LeBron and KD drawing at each other. We got a lot to talk about. So, roll. okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. But first, quick intros. LP, good evening. Good evening. I've been watching okay, the national of you. team Steve, for the past week. Steve. Haven't watched anything Welcome else. Welcome in, Stevie. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Great to be back. Um, I'm going to plug our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Well, we don't have a sponsor, so we'll just start talking, I guess. What do you guys want to talk about first? I think we should go baseball. Okay, let's go baseball. All right, let's go baseball. What happened? Why did the Nats suck? Oliver Perez is a horrible pitcher. The guy, did you guys watch the game today? The guy winds up for 30 seconds, all all runners steal a base, and then he pitches it, and it's way out of whack. The Nats bullpen seems to constantly be an issue. We've talked about it time and time again. Steve has told us time and time again that it's not an issue and it's going to get fixed. Come on. Well, somebody's isn't, getting called out. <laughs> is it words get, the ladder, get the ladders ready. Ladder match. Isn't, 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 hold on. Isn't having a bad bullpen like the epitome of DC sports? Like we get 90% of the way and we just can't close the gap. I mean, should I respond to that? Because the guy put words in my mouth. Like he's putting artificial facts in his head, okay? <laughs> so the, the truth of the matter, let's check the podcast. Back, let's bring this back down to reality. The truth of the matter is they went on the West Coast about 14 days ago, went seven and two over a span of nine games where they beat they took series from the Giants, A's, and Dodgers, took two out of three from both of the, from all those teams and swept the uh, 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 Giants. So came back seven and two. Bryce got suspended, took a swing at Coda or took a swing at Hunter Strickland. And then uh, they come back and they whoop up on the Orioles, which can we talk about Mike Rizzo for a second about uh, how he started cursing at the Orioles GM and, and, and talking about their whining. So, you know, good on them. They come back and, and put a pounding on the Orioles Then they slip up a little bit against the Rangers. But look, right now, Sunday night, June 11th, they are up 10 games on the close second closest team to them in the NL East, which is the Mets. So there's nothing to be overly concerned about, and that's where this, this front office is right now. 
if they were really concerned, they would have pulled the trigger right now. But thankfully, the Mets, Phillies, Braves, and Marlins all suck. Well, hold on, so hold on. You're, you're saying they would have pulled the trigger, but the last, the the second part of last week was dominated by Dusty should get an extension, and the learners are the problem, right? The learners don't want to pull the trigger. They don't feel like they're that close, and that they don't feel like Dusty deserves a, a uh, midseason extension. You know, I I'm I'm conflicted on this one, and I'll be honest because if Dusty was a player saying I deserve to be paid more, and we see this actually all the time in the NFL. Players want to hold out. I'm going to play out my contract, quote-unquote, but I'm, I'm being underpaid. For some reason, it's more acceptable when a manager does it, but, I mean, he agreed to a, he agreed to X number of dollars. Like, it's it just seems odd that he's coming midseason and saying, I deserve more. And, frankly, his predecessor got them to essentially the same amount of wins as he has over the last season. So he's on pace to do more, I guess, but and has he earned an extension? I mean, to me, he hasn't. Well, I think he has, to be honest. I think Dusty Baker, <clears throat> sure, Matt Williams brought them to 90 wins and a first-round playoff exit just the way Dusty did last season. But Dusty's really overhauled that, that locker room. And to be honest, he's really the, the prototypical player coach and manager coach uh, you know, that players love playing for. And so you know, that's a big difference. You know, last, uh, when Matt, Matt Williams was last season, Bryce hated playing for Matt Williams. Jason Worth hated playing for, for – Matt Williams. So Dusty's come in and really overhauled that locker room where he's really won the trust of the players. And so if Bryce Harper signs after next year, you better believe that Dusty's getting an extension because he's signing on to play for Dusty. So, you know, Dusty's really come at a great time and he's done a great thing for that locker room. And he's got them playing at a high level. That's all you ask from the... the, the so would you extend him right now today, Steve? Well, I, I think I said this on the NL East uh, recap, the uh, roundtable that we did uh, you know, recently with the guys, I think Dusty's going to get what he he's asking for. Now the question is, what does Dusty want? Now he's going to get what he wants, but does he really want to get extended? Does he really want to uh, to manage another four or five years, or does he want to retire, go to you know the, the the California sunset and the Gold Coast and watch his kid play at Cal and and attend graduation ceremonies for a week and a half? Does he want to do that? Then if so, then he's he's not going to want to get extended for more than a year or two. And, you know, they're going to start needing to look at uh, a replacement. The great thing is they have a great coach under him, Mike Maddox, who's the pitching coach right now, who's potentially, you know, manager in waiting. Um, so, you know, I think the, the Dusty thing's a non-issue. I think the only issue right now that's worth discussing is the bullpen. And, and Paul mentioned it, you know, at, at the top of this is, look, the bullpen is in shambles right now, and it's not – just a talent thing it's a mental thing too so the 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 relief pitching is such a mental thing and we've seen it when people get hot and when pitchers get hot and relief pitchers get hot they are untouchable and you know mariana rivera was that way there's so many closers that are like that that they just they have the physical attributes and then the mental follows and they're just unhittable this is the exact opposite blake trinan mentally is in shambles sean kelly is a shell of what he was Last season, Oliver Perez is 82 years old. Okay, the, 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 these are just issues that are not going to get resolved overnight. Coda Glover is hurt. He just got placed on the 10-day DL this morning. So, look, I, I'm not overly concerned because in Rizzo, I trust. God, I, I love me some Mike Rizzo, okay? He's going to do something, and I'm good. Uh, uh, you know, I trust that he's going to do the best thing around the trade deadline. Uh, you know, that's kind of what I see over the last couple of weeks. I know Paul's 
LP's been watching a lot more baseball, so give me your take. No, let me ask you this, Steve. Why doesn't Rizzo get any heat? I mean, it seems like the Nats have had a bullpen issue for the past two years. Why didn't he address this in the offseason? Did he want to give his players a chance? I mean, yeah. Well, they tried, didn't they? I mean, they, they yeah, did I mean, try. He, he, he thought that he had the solution, which was Coda Glover and Blake Trinan when they announced Blake Trinan as the closer. I mean, he didn't know that Trinan's got stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's very mental. Okay, the guy's got a 98-mile-an-hour two-seam fastball that moves more than a lot of people's sliders move. So Blake Trinan's got really good stuff. Coda's the same way. He's throwing in the high 90s. He's got a live arm. So it, it isn't a talent thing. I really think it's a mental thing. But the problem is once the mental goes, then you need to do something. So I'll tell you what. If Rizzo doesn't do something at the trade deadline this year with this team that's built to win and, and, and this lineup that's playing great ball in the starting pitching rotation – then he deserves heat. How about that? Yeah. I, yeah. It makes sense. I just see that the bullpen has been an issue for two years. And then what was it? Um, three years ago where they, they had the one guy who choked Bryce Harper. It just seems like the bullpen has just constantly an issue. It's, it's Papelbon, right? I'm just, uh, Papelbon, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I'm just, it's over and over again. Well, locally it's, here, it's, locally here, Dusty gets has been getting some heat over the last like 10 days or so too. Because of his wacky batting, uh, you know, orders and putting, putting, uh, you know, essentially nobody's into that two spot. Um, and I've heard both sides of it, right? Like, why would you put somebody that's unproven at the top of the order where they're going to see more pitches, versus no, you put you put your least expen- your your least least experienced hitter sandwich them between your two best hitters or two of your three best hitters or whatever. So I've seen I've heard kind of both ends of it, um, you know, but. You know, I started by asking, "Do you extend Dusty?" I probably wouldn't right now. I would, I would wait and let them see kind of how the, the season plays out. To Steve, to your point, if they make it past where they keep getting stuck in the postseason, then you're right; he's going to get whatever he wants. If they burn out at the, or if they, you know, if they fail to get past or out of that first round again, um, then no, he shouldn't get what he wants. He shouldn't get whatever he wants. I mean, because again, all he's proven then is that he can get to 95 or 100 wins with a team that got to 95 or 100 wins before him. So maybe the players are a little bit happier getting to those 100 wins, but on paper, the team hasn't improved. So there is something to be said about sustained sustained um, success, but you got to get over the hump at some point. Yeah, and not only that, but I also believe that the manager is the leader of the team, and that leader is then – sending a message to his team that if you want an extension, you can ask for it in the middle of the season. I mean, just be the good guy and wait till the end of the season, prove it on the field, and then ask for it. Why, why do it in the middle of the season? It's just, it's it just adding more drama to the... It seems odd to take to a the, shot. I, I'm with you. It, seems, it just seems oddly timed. Like, it's, a, it's an odd request, in the, or it's an odd statement to just, you know, I, I, I deserve, I'm underpaid, basically, is what he's saying. It's just weird. But... But look, at the end of the day, Dusty is 70-something years old or something like that. I mean, he doesn't really care. I mean, he's just he's doing his toothpick flip in his mouth, which is unbelievable to me. I don't know how he can do that. But he's just, he, he doesn't care. I mean, he's just, you know, he, older people just do whatever they want. They would do whatever they feel. They don't, they don't feel like they need to prove anything to anybody. LP playing the I feel geriatric card. Okay. Yeah, I know. Seriously. That's our target audience. What are you doing? Okay. It's not alienating our target audience. Look, Joe, just, just to, to speak to your point, and I think there's a larger point here to be had, is the you know 
people are up in arms. Who's batting second? Brian Goodwin, uh, you know, Ryan Rayburn, all these no names, whatever. Look, for those who are kind of new to the whole baseball fandom, it's a really long season. And the beginning of June is a great time to experiment with relief pitching, with closers, with the middle relievers, with young guys in your lineup. When injuries hit, who steps up? So I know it's hard to grasp for those who are just kind of trying to get into this whole thing, but 162 games is 162 games. And the beginning of June, your team looks very, very different the beginning of June than it will in the end of September when you're getting ready for a playoff run. So I think D.C., we love to overreact. God, we love to overreact. (laughs) I think everyone needs to settle down, appreciate how good this team is doing, how up 10 games uh, in the NL East before the All-Star break, and you know, starting pitching, hitting that middle of the lineup, you have potentially three MVP candidates, uh, you know, in that middle of the lineup, three, four, five, in Zim, Harper, and, and Murphy. Let's appreciate these guys. Trey Turner is playing lights out right now. Guy's just a freaking, you know, walking, stolen base, if, if, if that's such a thing. Okay, he's incredible. He's manufacturing runs on his own. So, you know, we, we need to kind of look at the broader picture here. I'm the voice of reason once again. So, Steve, how many All-Stars are on this team right now, as is? Problem is, uh, I, I think I didn't look at the, the most recent up-to-date uh, things, but I, I saw Anthony Rizzo was leading first base over Ryan Zimmerman. So that, to me, is, is, is an atrocity if he doesn't start in the All-Star game. But really what you're looking at is uh, Murphy at second base. Obviously, Harper is uh, Bryce's leading vote-getter uh, in the National League. So definitely it's Murphy, Harper, and it should be Zim. Uh, you know, the, the only other one that might get consideration is Trey Turner, but a uh, shortstop is a lot more crowded um, uh, position. And then, of course, you got your two aces that have been lights out in Scherzer and Strasburg. And to be honest, uh, you know, between Scherzer, Strasburg, and Kershaw, that one of those guys should be starting uh, the All-Star game uh, on July 11th, I believe. So I, I would go Mad Max. Uh, I think he's been... He's been amazing these last three games, going over eight innings, one complete game. Uh, you know, but that starting pitching is, is doing amazing. We're not even talking about that. Joe Ross flew three thousand miles off the West Coast trip, came back the next night, played a, a makeup game against the Orioles, and pitched eight and one third innings, gave up you know two runs. Just a great, great pitching. Tanner's been pitching lights out, and Strasburg's been doing his thing. So, and Geo's same way. So, team's looking really good. I'm. I'm can we I'm can we talk before before we pivot off baseball? Harper extension encouraged discouraged, go. I mean, give him whatever he wants. Thing is, you know, he's not hitting well over these last ten games. West Coast road trip, he was not hitting well. Obviously, he had the suspension, so it's going to be a really interesting. I would say last third of the season for Bryce. Um, you know, going into the playoffs and contract talks in the offseason, he's going to really have to do something special. You know, right now, he's, to be honest, he's the third best hitter on this team behind Zim and Murph. Which is incredible. Which is absolutely incredible. It is incredible. And his numbers are still great. You know, batting 320, uh, you know, stuck on 15 home runs, about 46 RBIs. So numbers are still good. But the way I always look at it is bottom of the ninth, two outs. Who do you want up at the plate? 
I still think he's third. And if you gun to my head, I say give me Murph and then Zim and then Harper. And maybe I'm wrong, but I'm I'm usually not. Wow, Mike. <laughs> can we get the can we get the boy a towel? Can we get him a towel? Um or maybe a sock. Uh LP. LP. Encourage, discourage, Harper extension. Uh who knows? I mean is he probably worth the highest paid only, player in MLB only right you now? Would push I don't know. On that question, only you. <laughs> well, I'd rather see Kirk get a, a contract. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Oh. There we go. Relax. Pivot to the skins. Here we go. No, no, no. Let's pivot. Let's go NBA. Can we talk NBA? I'm sure we all watched that game. It was supposed to be the closeout game on Friday night, and uh, sure enough, um, the best team in the history of the NBA postseason is actually not going to be the best team in the history of the NBA postseason because everybody wanted to see 16 and 0. It looks like we're probably going to get 16 and 1. Although I- I'm going to say something that I can't believe I'm saying. I'm not a LeBron guy, but I kind of hope he goes four straight because that would be the most incredible yes. thing I have ever seen ever in any in any profession in any professional sporting thing ever. Um it would be incredible, especially to go to come back from 3-1 last year um, or, you know, 2-0, 2-1, 3-1, and then obviously win the series last year, if they somehow can pull this off, uh, I, I don't care about the Jordan talk. I think that's shallow talk. I don't care. We did hypotheticals on the last podcast, and those are a lot of fun. But what can you say? If he somehow can maneuver this team to three more wins, uh, oh, I mean – it's I'm completely lost because there's nothing to compare it to, but um, let's, let's do it, Bron. Bron, you can do it, man. I'm okay, okay, relax, you. relax, relax. But but let's. What are the chances? Let's what talk are the about chances? Ten percent. Well, look, the chances. Let's talk about chances. The chances. The chances of them winning Game Four were were zippy in my mind. In fact, the NBA. I don't think anybody expected them to come out and shoot the ball the way they did. Nobody expected J.R. Smith to actually play basketball. No one expected. Um, I certainly didn't expect, which is stupid of me now in hindsight, Kyrie, and I know Steve's going to get on his horse here and talk about Kyrie until he's blue in the face. Um, the guy shows up. He, Mr. Forrest if every, if every, If every game was an elimination game, Kyrie Irving, uh, oh, my God. Put on a show. He, Dave Paul, if John Wall could score the way Kyrie scores, then he's allowed to average four assists. Okay, that's the reason he does not – he doesn't average more assists because the guy's finishing he was with every hand. Incredible. My he God. Guys, if every game was John, an elimination game, the Cavs would never lose. Okay, I get it. But John Wall was leading the NBA in assists. Can you just appreciate what we saw on Friday? This is, an, this is an, a, Joe, a less Joe, talented team Joe. in the Cavaliers who came out and played the best game of their entire maybe – in the, maybe their best game in the last two seasons. On Friday night, Joe. Joe, I'll direct this question to you because LP is just, just I, I can't with him. Kyrie Irving on a floor with LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green was the best player on the court by leaps and bounds on on in, at Game Four. No, no, that's that's not that's not even a question. I'm no, asking it, you it, to just confirm that fact. No, I, I I will not confirm that fact because I I think he was the best player on his team, and I think he was the best player with. Kevin Durant is still the best player on the court at any point in time Joe, in the series. I'm talking about in at in game even, four. Even even in game four, Kevin Durant. No one's talking about the line he put up. He, he Kevin Durant still played very well. He still had pivotal blocks down the stretch. He deed up LeBron. He, like they lost the game, and and Kyrie is rightfully the story here. 
But no, he he's still not better than Kevin Durant. He can't do the stuff that Kevin Durant does. Now, I to mean, his credit, he doesn't have to be Kevin Durant. But for him to dominate the way he did, with basically with with one of the best players in uh, I mean, in NBA history, and LeBron James basically roaming the perimeter, um, it's just, the game plan. What what shocked me is that say what you will about about Ty Lue, the game plan, the coaching game plan, the strategy didn't change for either team between games three and four, or between four and five. Um, yeah, because Ty Lue doesn't do anything. No, but LeBron's, he doesn't LeBron's have to do coach. anything. He d- maybe, maybe, but the Cavs okay, hit their but, shots. And and they okay. they looked, they looked, I mean, they looked incredible. Yeah, that doesn't really matter. Golden State wanted to win on their home court. No, Game's no, no, gonna no, be no, 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 sorry. Sober. I don't buy that for a second because Golden State, they're the, they're the fake, they're the fake bad guys of the NBA. I truly believe that the team that went 73 and 1 last year and couldn't win the to win the title wanted to go 16 and 0 and and oh, we're the best postseason team ever and don't sleep on us and we're the fake bad guys and you love to hate us. That whole narrative has now changed. There's well, no way well, they wanted just, to go home and win. It's just human nature. They let off the gas a little bit. I fully expect Golden State to win. I think I called 4-1 at the beginning of the series. I think it's going to, I mean, Golden State is just a better team. Kevin Durant is the best player on the court. He's got the best supporting cast. Kyrie, okay, he can score 30 points. LeBron, I mean, they're all great players, but it's just they can't match up to Golden State. Well, I mean, look, they, the series hasn't even been close in any game, has it? No. This has uh, been, it really hasn't been close at all. I mean, I'm falling asleep during these games. I'd rather watch replays of the no, Wizards. No, game, game two wasn't a blowout. I mean, game two was fine. But but you, you, to your point, yeah, they haven't been close, blah, blah, blah. But um, I, I don't know if you can just blanket statement that the that the Cavs are a not, that they're not as good or the Warriors are the better team because the Cavs can only win when they play team ball. They have to, they have to actually execute plays. The, the Warriors are good enough to just come down the to pick and pop and shoot threes all day long. The Cavs are still shooting threes, but they actually have to get into an offense and they have to get some stuff. Tristan Thompson, uh, I mean, it's I guess it's it's the Chloe curse or curse of the Chloe or whatever it's called. But uh, don't don't tell that to Jeff Van Gundy. He, uh, I know. <laughs> but what is he? He's got he's got stock in Kardashian uh, hotels. But I'll tell you, what's hey, going on? Uh, Van Gundy got heated that Draymond did not get tossed because of his. I don't know what I mean. That was a bad look for the NBA. We agree on that, right? Awful. That's Awful. so bad. Like. You can. I would rather them just get on the PA and say, take a point off the board for the technical. Yeah. Don't like disallow the technical shot, and change the change the foul. But to retroactively assign a technical from the from the first play of the game to someone else because you blew the like it's just a bad look all around. And people, we have friends, one in particular who's very loud and vocal about how the NBA is rigged and it's stupid and college basketball is amazing and blah blah blah. Um, this is the type of thing where he sees that, and now he's like, "See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. The NBA is fixed." And now, obviously, it didn't impact the the, the bottom line of the game because, I mean, the Warriors lost by by what felt like a hundred. Um, but it was just a bad look all around for the NBA. Yeah, yeah I mean, super, it, super teams are a bad look for the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. The Golden State Warriors are a bad look for the NBA. They they're ruining the NBA. I mean, yeah, let's. But, but they're why, why, they're, why don't we just? Let, but they're a product of LeBron James. Oh, stop it. They oh, are, really? absolutely. LeBron God. James circa 2010 is the reason. I said this, I think, on uh, was, this, no. was this my hot take last time. LeBron James is the reason LeBron James will never win another title, and that's because he 
he started this. Oh, let's all go play. Let's go be super friends and create a super team all together. By, by the way, joining uh, 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 Chris Bosch. Uh, uh, what is he? A pterodactyl? What kind of dinosaur does he look like? Whatever dinosaur he looks like. Obviously, he for the Raptors. And 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 uh, joining an over the hill Dwayne Wade is not the same as joining a, a Steph Curry MVP in the prime of his career. He made and, it acceptable. Uh, he made it acceptable. No, I, I agree with that. What I was saying, the Golden State Warriors are ruining the NBA. Uh, it's not about the super team per se. It's about this whole, let's just go down the court and shoot as many threes as possible. Let's trade twos for threes, twos for threes. You don't need to play defense. Twos for threes, twos for threes. And let's win 160 to 132. That, to me, is stupid. Well, I mean, every kid is time, sitting in a gym. Once upon a time, the Suns, I mean, that's Mike D'Antoni. That's, that's Suns ball from the early uh, or mid-2000s. I mean... They re- he really deserves more credit because he and that team was the blueprint for the modern NBA, right? The stretch four or the 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 stretch four and five that can shoot from distance. You remember Amari Stoudemire was kind of in that role. Um, he kind of pioneered that. You had the, the the Matrix, Sean Marion, kind of in that Draymond Green role, or Draymond is in that role now. So that team was the one that kind of set the uh, the tone for what we see today with these basically you know, these stretch teams that just shoot a ton of threes and try to beat you. The difference was the Suns were one team trying to do it against a league that was still dominated by the likes of guys like Shaq and Yao and, and actual centers that actually beat you up and rebounded the ball. Um, but now the league has gone the other way. There are actually no centers. There, there's there's no centers. So the whole league is kind of built this way now. And you're and guys like like Al Horford, we saw him up close and personal in the first round here against uh, against the Wizards. Guy who couldn't shoot threes to save his life now that's all he did all offseason was basically work on his three-pointer. He had he had two going into – he made two three-pointers his last year in a, in a Hawks uniform. He had, I think, 70-something of them this year because he can shoot them now, uh, including the playoffs. So, um, yeah, the NBA's changed, but let, let's go out yeah, on but, this. Let's go out on this. But Hold that's on. strategy. That's strategy. That's acceptable. Strategy, coming up with new strategy, coming up with new ways to play, that's acceptable. Building super teams, in my opinion, is not. But I digress. You're just salty. Kaden didn't come to DC. Stop, a little bit. Stop, yeah. uh, Absolutely, because we would have been in the in the finals. We could have been in the finals without him. Just just saying. But okay, let's get out on this. Let Let's keep it on the NBA here for a second. Um, actually, has anybody got the uh, the uh, Preds game up? Yep, the Pens are Stanley Cup champions. Well, that's disappointing. The curse the an- lives on. <laughs> the anti Capitals win again. So do we get like a share of the national championship now because the team that beat us won the won the Stanley Cup? Is that how it yeah, works? We're, we're, we're second best team in the NHL. That's what it is. Okay, well let's forget about them. Let's let's go back to NBA here. Let's just talk. Let's within context. Um, the all sports talk has been how do these Warriors rank? Where do they rank against the great teams? The Bull, the 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 Jordan Bulls, the Kobe Shaq Lakers, um, the Magic Lakers. Uh, the bird perish, uh, oh, whatever, like all these super teams. Is there a team in your mind that could have beaten this Warriors team in a series? Steve. I'm going to give you one that you might be surprised about. Okay. I'm going to throw a little wrench here. I'm going to say the O five Pistons. How do you like that? The, okay, the, the 04, 05 Pistons. Damn it! I'm, I screwed it up. I was getting so excited. It is the 04 Pistons. The ones right. that the ones the, that beat the Lakers. Beat the, the Spurs finals. and s- beat the Lakers. Yes, 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 yes. Not the not the Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stick to baseball. Okay? I think. Yeah. Damn it! Ah, <laughs> stupid NBA. 
I, I think that Pistons team, I'll tell you what, I think uh, Chauncey Billups was a different kind of point guard. He's a point guard that took advantage of a weak defender. He backed him in uh, for days, it, it, it felt like. And he knew how to score and he knew how to facilitate an offense. I love that. Rip is a shooter unlike any other. That mid-range jumper was automatic. I think he'd have Clay running around chasing him. And I think they had the size to match up with this Warriors team and give him real fits. I think Tayshaun Prince is the perfect KD stopper and KD defender who can also make him work a little bit on the offensive end. And then you got the bigs. I think uh, uh, they have no answer. I mean, really, Zaza, Wallace and Wallace, uh, Wallace and Co., is uh, uh, you're gonna put Zaza and 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 it's like who? four wizards on that Pistons team, but I digress. Yeah, that was, but that was a great team. How are those? How are those Pistons centers and full power forwards gonna defend the three point line? Can't do that. No, Rashid used to shoot threes. Rashid can, but Ben Wallace. I mean, Ben he, was Rodman. He clog up the middle. I, I'm telling you, that was a team that could have could have you know really made it uh, uglified the game, really turned it into an ugly game, and brought it down to an 88. 84 game and and I think could could take it to him. I think I don't think those Bulls teams, the Jordan teams, could hang with them. I, I really don't. Any of those 91 to 93 teams and the 96 98 teams certainly couldn't hang with them. No way. I, they had nobody. Do you think they, I disagree? Nobody. Actually, so uh, go ahead, go ahead, LP. Who you got? Could it, could any of those teams beat this uh, this current Warriors team? I think the Bulls of the the Pippen, Jordan, Steve Kerr. Tony Kukoc, Jared could have. I think the Spurs probably could have this year if they were healthy. I agree we with saw that. that in game I, think, one. I think the Spurs could have beat them this year with a full with a full cast. But okay, I would even maybe take the Kobe Shaq Lakers. I'll tell you, people well. sleep on people sleep on that that team. Well, um, that's true. I mean, they got no answer for Shaq, and I, yeah, admittedly, he's not going to get out there and guard uh, the three point line. But that was a really deep team as well. I mean, Robert Ory was the you know. Robert Ory did it for a decade. And the, the other team, you know, I like where Steve was going with that. It made me think a little bit here. Olajuwon's Rockets kind of had that Oof. same same feel to it, right? Because Olajuwon, he, he's not getting beat by anybody. Um, and, That's and true. Frankly, and, and yet Robert Kenny Ory, Smith. Robert Ory, Sam Kenny Cassell. Smith, Sam Cassell. That team, could, that team could D up anybody. So um, I, I think some of this best talk ever uh, is, is a little bit overblown. Uh, overblown. I think it's a little bit of um, – you know, it's it's what's it's what we see, and it's the latest and greatest. But you know, to LP's point, the Spurs probably the Spurs should have won Game One of that series. Maybe they still lose the series ultimately, but that would have put to rest any of the sixteen and zero talk. And frankly, the Lakers went fifteen and one through the playoffs, um, losing only one game in 2000, 2001 during that season, and it was the Allen Iverson step over in Game One of the Finals. They. They went. They won three games to close out the first round. Then four. Then four. Then Allen Iverson came into L.A. Did the, the whole step over on Tyron Lue at forty-eight points. Um, I remember watching that game. Still, I remember AI had thirty-eight points at halftime, and Ty Lue checked in and guarded him. He had, I think, he had six the rest of the way or ten the rest of the way. Finished with forty-eight. But that was the only game that the Lakers lost, and they finished. They blew out the 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 Sixers. I think they beat them by twenty, twenty, and fifteen, and the final uh, twenty, twenty, fifteen, and whatever 10 or something like that um but that team only lost one game but like they don't get any credit because the first round was you know it only took three games to move on as opposed to as opposed to four because of the best of five versus best of seven but um i think some of this best ever talk is really overblown um this team still isn't very deep livingston is 
you know, Livingston's a nice piece off the bench, but we just saw it on Friday. I mean, the Cavs can't compete. You know, the Cavs, you know, can they do it again? I think that's the next question. Let's end on that. LP, did the Cavs win tomorrow night? I don't think so. I, I Honestly, I hate LeBron and I hate the Cavs. And I, for my own sake of being able to watch sports and watch the NBA longer, I hope they would come back, but I, don't, I just don't see it. Think four one, they're gonna they're gonna lose tomorrow. What percentage do you think the Cavs win the next three games? Just because of last year, I'm gonna give them like fifteen percent. All right, Stevie, what do you got? Who who wins tomorrow night? I mean, I think Golden State's gonna win. I think they're gonna come out and uh, they're gonna try to go for that 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 big punch, that knockout punch at the beginning, get up early and try to you know hope the Cavs kind of lay down. But let me tell you something. If the Cavs find a way to steal tomorrow night, watch out. Because then you got game six in Cleveland where the fans can will them to victory. And if you can get this to a game seven, if you're LeBron and Kyrie, just get this to a game seven and you are playing with house money at that point. All of the pressure, all of the the, the nerves and emotions go straight back to Golden State. And that will be your best chance to steal it. But tomorrow's the key. If you can steal one in Golden State tomorrow, then game six, your fans will carry you and, and get you to victory. And then all bets are off game seven. It, it'll be, it would it'll be, be a so, hell of a show. It would be, it'll be a hell of a show. If it gets that far, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to be cheering for LeBron James because I, I'm cheering for history at that point. You have to. you got to cheer for history to. at that point. And, 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 and for the slightly, demise of the super team. Yes. Well, specifically... Not like I, I, I like Kevin Durant as a player, although his antics bother me. Uh, it sucks. Um, I mean, we could probably have an entire podcast about how, like, who's the most annoying warrior. Um, but for I'll be cheering for history if LeBron and Kyrie can get. Like, I agree with you. If they can, if they can win tomorrow night, uh, it's. I don't think it's a done deal when they go back to Cleveland. But certainly, you would have to bet. You would have to say at that point, momentum is on their side, having won two and two straight. Especially if it's a convincing win. Oh my goodness, man. Like this could be we saw it last year, nobody believed. I mean, if there was a team that was that could do it, it could be this one. I mean it could I mean, be this let's one. not let's not let's not forget that they were a couple minutes away from this being a two two series. They had them in game three. So yeah. it's not that far fetched. I mean, so let's see what happens tomorrow night, but I'm cheering for the Cavs to make history. Well, I think that does it for us tonight. We have uh, we got a full week actually. LP and I will be back. Um, are TT and Poppy going to join us? We're going to talk some soccer later this week. Is that correct? <laughs> That's right. Confederation that Cup, like US soccer. We were planning to have him on to talk Confederations Cup specifically, all things Russia. Do like uh, 30, 45 minutes or so, and talk about the eight teams going to the Confederations Cup. But um, I, I are mean, you going to man up and watch the rest of the games? Yes, on man. Yes, I will watch it. But I. We're working here. We got to record the show. I'm, I like to sit you, you, down you and better, enjoy the enjoy you better, live sports. You better you explain. Gotta... You better explain who TT and Poppy are. Right? They sound like a good Friday night. They, uh, yeah. The video. The video speaks for itself. Go to YouTube and type TT and Poppy. You'll see. But it'll be fun to have them on and actually talk uh, talk shop with with some guys that that uh, follow all things outlaws and soccer. Um, and definitely the Confederations Cup. I'm I'm geeked up for this tournament starting uh starting at the I think at the end of this week or beginning of next week. Um, and obviously the men's national team. 
we know there's a lot going on trying to get qualified for the uh, for the World Cup next year. So, um, Steve, you better get ramped up and uh, up to speed on all things men's international soccer. I've got my Barca jersey ready, Joe. <laughs> oh my God, wrong! <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but yeah, I got it. Okay, <laughs> all right. Any any closing thoughts, Steve? Now let's go, Nats. Those are my thoughts. LP. You got NBA draft and NBA free agency coming up too, so it's going to be an interesting summer. And the how we're not going to do uh, a, how we're not going to do well, how we're not going to do a Redskins uh, take. We got we got Redskins? we got Redskins stuff going on. We got. It's, did you check the schedule, Steve? We got we got a whole Redskins. We got three shows dedicated to the Redskins coming up. One of them right, on site. I'm, I'm ready. One of them on site, hopefully at BGR. They they said they could. Well, let, let's go on site to Richmond. All right, let's get some ribs, and we'll be in Richmond for training camp. I have to ask my wife permission. <laughs> we might have some uh, stadium news coming up soon too. What? You got the Loudon County guy breaking news. Loudon County putting pressure on the Redskins. Saying that we have other people coming, waiting at the doorstep. For what? For for one Loudon, twenty something acres by Dulles Airport. Is it horse farmers? What did they call it? The the Loudon Metro Corridor or something like that? The Loudon Metro Rodeo. Center. The Loudon Metro Metro Center of Loudon. They can have it. Yeah, I don't see this team going to Loudon. They belong in DC. Maybe DTC Maybe can weigh in on this. Maybe Steve can help us out with uh, some uh, Steve big doesn't, shots in DC. Steve doesn't leave a five-block radius ever. That's yeah. right. It's, it's called it's the five best blocks in the city, all right? <laughs> Navy Yard, represent. I maybe maybe you should do a DTC me. vlog and just walk around and uh, and show us where you live. And this is where I eat. This is where I go to Nats games. I park six I miles show- away. We'll have to get the mayor of uh, Navy Yard, my, my three-year-old, to come out. <laughs> Well, thanks, boys. This has been good. Um, we're, I think we reconvene in a couple days. We'll do another one. Uh, for now, go Nats. And uh, as LP said, there's a, there's a lot of other local stuff going on. We'll touch on it uh, in, the, in the coming week. Uh, we have not forgotten about the Redskins. Um, there's, a, there's a lot going on there as well. But it's hard to get into offseason NFL at the height, at the pinnacle of the NBA Finals, especially now that Cleveland has made it a series. So we'll definitely be watching that. We'll be watching uh, We'll be watching a lot of soccer, too. There's a lot going on this summer. Um, yeah, check us out in a little bit. We'll, we'll be doing another one uh, hopefully on Tuesday or so. These guys are telling me to wrap up. I think I'm just going to keep talking. Come if on. Anybody, listen, if anybody We're makes it this followers. far, if anybody makes Jeez. it 38 minutes into the podcast, they love us and they want you more sh- of us. Or- or you should just say, hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's appreciated. All right. Thanks for listening. We are out. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get rich.